Live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's the Zach Ballinger Show, where we help you find your direction through passion and purpose. My name is Zach Ballinger. I'm your host. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Two ways you can get a hold of us today through the interview. You can either email Zach at ZachBallinger.com. We'll answer your questions as we go throughout the interview, as well as we are streaming live via YouTube. So if you're in YouTube, pop those questions in the comment section. We'll make sure to get to them at the end. Without further ado, Thomas, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you for having me, Zach. So, Thomas, I want to jump right in and ask you, so what is your title? What do you do career-wise? Currently, I am a senior internal auditor with um, the state of Virginia government. Um, I am I am an auditor, basically, um, in, in ensuring that processes are in place right. Awesome. So, you know, I was going to, I'm going to ask you about your education, but we kind of talked a little bit before the show, how your career evolved. And so a lot of the guests that listen to the show are usually entry level or may they may be in college or high school. Can you kind of walk me through your career journey, your major, how you got into accounting and how you became an uh, internal auditor? Yes, absolutely. I've started my career in college. I, I wanted to to get into business to some degree. I wanted to uh, be in the office, dress up, wear a suit. But I started my career in business management. And business management is very broad. So I had a professor that was very instrumental in my journey. And he influenced me to, to switch to accounting because he saw some skills in me that I didn't even know I had um, in accounting. And that's when I switched my major into accounting. Accounting is is some something that's going to be around for for a while. Um, so if that's something that you're interested in, um, it's not a bad field to get into. Um, I started in accounting, and most people in college, you you're 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 tasked with doing an internship. And I was fortunate to get an internship with one of the big four public account firms, Deloitte, Deloitte and Touche at the time, and they call it Deloitte now. And that. That's one of the the companies or firms that that you're on a they they see on your resume and they 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 immediately know that or they initially know that this person is is trained properly they they went through the the initial um, grind or, or learning tools that they need to to be in this field um, so starting at Deloitte definitely spurred my career to where. To where I am today, it gave me the tools and, and knowledge that I need. Um, and yeah, that's that's my journey to how I, I came into the working rates. But it started with business management, and then accounting, and then I started the internship, and then Deloitte was the place that I started my career. Gotcha. And so, you know, as far as your career now, somebody might be in the audience, and they might say, "Well, what is an internal auditor?" So what do you do for your job on a day-to-day -day basis? What does that look like? Can you give us some kind of some concepts of an overall day? Absolutely. I guess to 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 take a step back, external auditing and internal auditing, they're they're both auditing, but one is going to focus on an outside entity coming in to look at a company's records. And usually it's financial, it's heavily financial based. Um that's what for example, when I worked at Deloitte, um, I would go and audit Dominion Energy Power, which is a, or I think in Georgia, they have Georgia Power. Um, so you may have a, a company that go and look at their financials because a lot of investors or 
um, individuals interested in the the bottom line make investments. And so those auditors are given the public assurance that those numbers are right. Um, the internal audit side will will work on the 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 processes in place at in house to to filter into those those numbers. Um, so each of those numbers will have a process behind it. Um, so the internal audit side will help with the controls to make sure those numbers are right. Um, on on my my end, I do a lot of operational audits. So I'm looking at processes to help an agency stay safe, or I'm, I'm looking at processes to help us to to fit the mission. Um, that's that's kind of the difference between internal internal audits and it's usually more detailed um, because you're dealing with management more. Um, so you're you're not gonna. I'm not saying external audit is easier. Both of them have their complications, but um, you want more detailed information because the individuals at the company know so more, so know so much about the company, uh, where you need to be a little more detailed. What do you love about your job? What are you passionate about? What gets you going? Well, I work on the government side, so I feel that my job is the opportunity to give back, and I say give back to the public get back to the citizens of the state. Um, an example I've had, I, also internal audit, you do investigations. That's kind of fun. Um, you you actually investigate people. And um, the unfortunate situation is that some sometimes people get lose their jobs. Um, but you are working to ensure things are done right. I, the example I had in mind was an investigation I did where contractors... Um, a lot of contractors will go to state government to to obtain funds for their services, which is great. Um, but sometimes contractors are not checked properly and they can just take advantage of situations. Um, so I did a, an investigation where <clears throat> I found that some of these guys were reporting that they work in eight hours, but when they really really work in two. And it, it sounds like it's a small thing, but when you're dealing with five to ten million dollars, um, and then the money that's coming from the government is also going to people funds and salaries. It's, it's a ripple effect. Um, so, so that's a small part of me helping someone's salary, someone tax dollars that's that they're paying that they may can reduce paying. Um, but we we have a number of situations that some people just everyone is not on the same uh, my and and, I, and some of the viewers. Career-wise, um, when they get to that level, you affect figure out that some people are not in the same mindset as you are. Um, some people just want to go to work and come home, and <laughs> um, which is fine. And but some people really want to make a change. And I feel like I was at I'm at that point right now where it's a lot of things that happen over and over and over. And a lot of times, money has been been lost um, unknowingly, and so people need to bring this to the forefront. That's awesome. It's a it's a great call and a great responsibility as well. Now, on the flip side, this is kind of hard for some individuals to answer. Others are they know it right off the top of their head. But what's something challenging about your job, or something <laughs> may be maybe difficult, or people need to know behind the scenes that are, are is kind of frustrating. The challenge is people do not like auditors. They as soon as you hear an auditor is coming, it's either Oh no! What did I do? Or um, why did why did you come here? Or 
why can't you come another day? <laughs> it's, it's all these distractors. Um, but with internal auditing, it's a, it's not as easy. But you try, to, you try to to say you 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 don't want to say you're here to help. You want to keep that that separation or that the segregate the segregation of duties. But, um, but you want to ensure them that you're here to add value. Um, and you can you can sh- you can show that by your password. You can say, "Hey, I did this report right here. It, it turned to something that that benefit the agency. I'm not here to to point fingers. I'm not here to play police." And also, you can show that in your work. Like you're not going to point out everything. You're like, "Hey, this color is wrong in this report," or "Hey, you didn't sign this one out of a million. Um, that's 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 a a, a mistake." Um, so you try to to show them that you're actually there helping, but the the challenge is yes that no one really wants to see you there. Um, you can say all the the fluff and um, I'm here to help and I'm here to add value, um, but you're still in their their wheelhouse. Um, but yeah, that's that's the, the the challenge part about the job. There's an old saying out there that uh, you better run if somebody shows up from the government and says, <laughs> I'm here to help. So certainly yeah, you can understand absolutely. some of the challenges you might have to deal with. So let's talk about how many years have you done this particular career? You know, you kind of talked about how you worked up that ladder. How long have you been in auditing altogether? That's a great question. In auditing altogether, going back to 2000. I think I started 2007, so it is 13, 14, 14 years just starting. Gotcha. Um, so 14 years overall in auditing in some form of capacity. And one of the other questions, I know you majored in accounting, but for auditing, whether it be external or internal, do you, um, two-part question, do you need a master's degree? And second of all, do you have to have any other certifications? Uh you do not need a master's degree um or or i guess to get started you you do not need a certification um i'm i i'm actually working on a certification myself now but i think the when when before a lot of a lot of accountants were deciding to go to grad school for the 150 credit hour requirement for the cpa and that's why I went to grad school because I'm I'm eventually going to sit for my CPA or whatnot. And they and they tell you that, and I'm gonna tell you too. If you think about doing it, do it early, <laughs> um, because what's gonna happen in your career, you're gonna get busier, um, you're gonna get more responsibility. So if you can knock it out certifications early, knock it out, get it out the way, um, get that behind you. Um, but yeah, I don't think you need a master's to get started. However, um, to set yourself apart. Um, and if it's affordable for you, not saying God has spent a hundred thousand dollars and 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 whatever the cost of co- a school may be. Um, but if it's affordable to you and you can do it, go for the the, the additional degree. Gotcha. Now let's take you back into a time portal. We're going to take you back into when you're growing up in elementary school. Was mm-hmm. there a dream job you grew up wanting to be? It doesn't need to be. I'm, I'm assuming it's not an auditor in the second <laughs> or third grade, but what what was the dream career for you? Ironically, I like numbers, which is weird. Um, I always like numbers and I'm slowly liking science right now. Um, so actually, I got a master's in science and accounting, ironically. Um but I, I I wanted to be an athlete. I think that's kind of like 
most streams and I did play sports. Um, but what I, I do have an appreciation for numbers. I have, a, I have an appreciation for figuring things out. Um, and you do that a lot with an audit and whether it's external or internal and, and what I get too is what I, the appreciation I get too, when you do figure it out, you may point out something that, that, um, that the, the auditee or the client may not have seen. Like, hey, did you think about this? Because, uh, again, sometimes people are doing something over and over and over again. They may miss something. I had one client. This is this is kind of hilarious. Uh, when I first started, this is this is kind of off a little bit. But when I first started, um, and auditors are taught to 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 validate, to confirm, to, to get evidence. And I had one client when I first started, I was a rookie, a freshman or, or a first year. And I asked the guy for evidence on allows for doubtful accounts, which is a an account that's not really you can't have anything valid to, to prove is more estimates. And he told me that he got it from his gut. And I was like, OK, so I told my boss that that the guy got it from his gut and my boss made me go back. <laughs> like, got it from his gut. I can't put it in a report. So. Yeah, you do have those situations when you first start in your career that people will try to tell you things and you just run with it. Sure, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. You know, uh, the the one thing I do like about accounting, and I don't like it, um, it's <laughs> definitely not me. I don't have an analytical mind for it. But one thing I love the fact about accounting is, and students usually generally agree, it takes really one course in college for you to know if you like it. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's one of the beauties about the, the industry, because I remember my roommate in college had the exact similar situation as you did. Me and him actually went to the class together. We took it the first course. I was like, it's going to be a long <laughs> semester. And he's like, I kind of like it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so he actually is has his master's in accounting now and is, uh, you know, in the field. So I do like that aspect of it, that it's a really quick. Did, did you come to the realization as fast as he did? Like when you sat in that first class or did you kind of, or you didn't hate it right away. Right. You knew no. that part. No, I didn't. I actually, it came, it, it came that first account class. I, I would say the one one. it came. I think I made an A out of it. Um, the assets, liabilities, equity, it, it came natural. Um, and that, yeah, I flew through that class and I was like, man, this is, not too bad. Um, then it got harder when you went to intermediate, but I knew I knew right then and there that it wasn't. I'm not saying it's, a, it's an easy career, but I, I knew I had appreciation for it after that class. Yeah, and I couldn't even figure out the debited or credited. I still get that confused. <laughs> so you can't grasp that aspect. And uh, I think it's time to move on. So yeah, no, I appreciate <laughs> you sharing that. So the other thing I was going to ask you, what kind of skills do you think you've had or you've worked on that's made you successful in your career? Obviously, you have an analytical mind. You have the education. But what are some intangible or tangible things that have made you so successful in your career? That's a great question. I, I would say on the, the tangible side, I think we're required to have 40 credit hours every year, regardless of you're certified or not. Um, and those trainings are very, I think exact, exactly the training for us as well, but they're very inspirational. But if you take advantage of them, they're, they're very helpful as well. Um, we have 
trainers all the time that they, they help us with our mind and and you gotta constantly train the mind um i play a lot of um phone games as well to keep your mind going but you you want to keep your mind on 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 high alert i i've recently also lost uh 70 60 pounds so that's Congrats. that's also something that's that that's helped me to to, to focus my mentality in a bit because because you're you're constantly your body's at a different level when you're at, at that at that um that, that level on the intangible side i would say uh the soft skills are important you i i, I do is it in my field is, is a a task called the audit plan um again i mentioned earlier that we can't just look at cash so we have to do an assessment every year with with management at the agency to to to, to, to develop the risk things we want to look at because we want to get buy-in from them on what we want to do um and that those meetings are personal means interpersonal means so i can't just go in there and say hey what do you want me to look at and that's it you have to to ask them their process um do some research on them kind of make them feel special like that that you really appreciate you talking to them um so that that it's kind of networking as well because people going to remember like hey i got really left a good impression um because we do have some people in the field that don't leave good impressions and you'd be surprised that wherever you are in your your locality your city um even your state uh, people talk and people people talk about hey i didn't have a bad experience with this guy and i don't recommend that 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 client um Similar to Zach, like I really, that's why I didn't, didn't respond in time, but I really wanted to, to take advantage of this because you, you, you set a mark with us at AGA and we really appreciate that in Richmond. Um, but no, you, you, you remember that stuff and that's important. That goes a long way. Um, we, I, I've known some people in my career to have all these certifications. They have the CPA, the, the, the CISA, the CFE, the financial. But when you talk to them in person, like, I don't know, man. Um, maybe not. And and actually, I know some people who didn't get jobs that had those certifications because they didn't have that interpersonal skill. So those soft skills, yes, people sometimes push them to the side, but they are important as well. So thanks for touching on that because, you know, um, that's one of the questions that's sitting in the box right now. And I think you can kind of help us answer that because, you know, you are you have both you have a, a very analytical mind as well as um you have very good communication skills as well as interpersonal and personal so you know most of the students that i meet or the accountants i meet they really struggle with the communication side in other words they're real analytical they're numbers oriented they don't like to do group presentations they don't like to really talk to people to be quite honest with you they're not that extrovert they tend to be a little bit more introverted mm -hmm. yeah. how do you what do you recommend to those people who say i need to get better what do, what do they need to do to improve because i hear that all the time especially from younger college students they don't really like to talk in groups and they're mm -hmm. you know they have that um internal mind where they're how do you over how did you get better at it because i'm sure at first you had an analytical mind and you developed these skills over time what what do you have suggest for them so at, at, that's a great question i i think i've always been an extrovert <laughs> but at the same time 
there there's still trepidation when you go into a meeting with, with someone that's a, a top person or whatnot. Um, if you have a meeting schedule like that, I would encourage the individual. I would challenge them to to prepare um, to to write out notes. I do that in every meeting, um, and I also research if I'm going to somewhere out the western part of Virginia, or in the case in Georgia, if I go into somewhere in a different part of Georgia, and I don't know anything about the area, and I'm going to this agency, I may research like community service at this agency, and I may break the ice saying, hey, I saw that you guys did this community service. How did that go? And that can get them talking. And then maybe you did some community service as well. And you can say, oh, I did that as well. And that can that can like break the ice. And that can that can bring the mold into how you want to start the conversation. What I do often is I don't jump right into the analytics. I will ask them, how's their day? Um, how, how's it going? Um, things like that. Not, not to get too personal, but I would kind of break the ice that way. You don't want to just jump right in. Now, if you're in a meeting that you have all the time, um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't force it. Um, I would. I would let it flow. Um, it's. It's definitely a, a a skill that takes time. But again, I would let it flow in that 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 respect. But if you have a meeting schedule, I would. It would help if you had some things written down that you can have some talk on. Now, and and what I do too is I don't read from it all the time. I can kind of scan it and memorize it as I go on. Um, cause, cause you may answer, you may have a question being answered from a question ahead that's at the bottom and you say, Hey, I, 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 I see you answered it here. And that, that also shows that you're, you're analytical there. I'm not even trying to be analytical, but there's ways to be around it. But I think when you have scheduled meetings to help with that, 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 that feeling that, that you, um, that introvert feeling, I guess, I think you can do it by having something scheduled by written out. I mean. Yeah, I like your advice. You know, the person usually the most organized is the mo- the least nervous. Yeah. And so you may be nervous a little bit at first, but like you said, if you practice what you're going to say and you have notes, there's no reason to be nervous because you're prepared and you're ready to handle it. And then I think something else you mentioned too was is like um just a simple question. I, I was talking to a journalist a month ago and he said, you know, one of the things I do to network, he said, I just say, hi, how are you doing? How's your day? And he says that to everybody. And I was like, well, well, how's that network? And he's like, because I continue the conversations and you can gauge pretty quickly if you say, Hey, how are you doing today? And so if somebody says good, you know, that they may not want to talk, but if somebody says, Hey, I'm doing great. I just got in from Hawaii. It was a great trip. Oh, okay. Well, you know, and those start to really develop your interpersonal skills and you're able to practice those communication skills. So I appreciate that. So I want to jump over to these questions because we had a couple Mm -hmm. come in. One student writes in, they uh, were not able to secure an internship in accounting over their four years uh, career, their senior right now, is that will that prevent them from getting a job in accounting? No, I would not say it will. Um, and 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 I know times right now with with the pandemic, um, I know it can be a challenge. But no, that's that's not going to stop your your career. And actually, um, they will they they will look to you as someone they can they can mold and shape. And if, if you're open to it, you can receive that that feedback. Um, that's great. Not all internships are 
our work. <laughs> so <laughs> I will say, I don't want you to be faulted or, or bang, because you didn't get an internship. It was, you, you're not, you're not, you're, you're not a hit. You're not behind the guy, the other students as well. Um, reason I say that because one internship I did, it was a lot of games. We didn't do any work. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I didn't, I didn't get any, any type of, uh, tangible, um, work benefits from that. So, um, yeah, the intern and and also people sometimes some internships are bad. <laughs> some internships where they have you going to get coffee and you're right. doing some you're doing some things where you may not want to do. So, but again, it's it's I'm not I'm not knocking the internships. I had great experience with mine, and I had the opportunity to do some work. I interned with Deloitte um, before I started full time, but um, I, I would say no. That that's not going to stop you from getting. I would just keep trying for sure. Um, but I, I will say that's not going to stop you. Gotcha. And then another person writes in, how do I decide if I want to major in finance or accounting? What's the major difference? Finance. That's, that's two good choices. <laughs> it's definitely two good choices. I would think about if, which way do you want to go in your life and, and it, it, sit, sit down and have a reflective this may sound weird which conversation with yourself or just write some things out the path that you want to go um some people with finance a financial degree may want to help people with their personal finances they may want to um go to the investment side and work on the stocks and bonds with accounting you want to it's going to be on the grand scheme of things you're going to do a lot of things with compliance um finance uh, finance has compliance as well but accounting may be more compliance driven. Um, um, also, you 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 can you can get the opportunity to do investigations probably with accounting or auditing as well. Um, I, I have an appreciation with that. Um, so I would sit down and think about earnestly what you want to do in the coming years. Um, yeah, I, I think I truly think they could they could interchange at some point in your career, but they could also where very well go. Uh, opposite direction so i will sit down and think about what you want to do and and look to um what do you like more as well um a lot of people like i really enjoy what i do because it's uh, it's passion i feel like i'm giving it i'm helping someone i actually have a meeting after this with someone to discuss our travel plans um oh that's also things i love to travel um um but i also had a lot of opportunity to travel with audits and accounting so let's think about something that, that as well yeah, I think that's good advice. And that looks like a question that comes from, you know, a student, maybe a freshman or sophomore, like Thomas said, get some plugged into some internships. Maybe you want to do a finance one and maybe you want to do an accounting one too. Mm -hmm. And also get plugged into your career service center. They can kind of guide you which kind of pass based on your personality. And um, I would talk to your professors, do some job shadowing for sure. And, um, but like you said, you know, um, I think also too, when you hit those one-on-one courses that can kind of tell i i liked finance actually but i knew i didn't want to do it if that made sense <laughs> or accounting i was like no way um so <laughs> I, I think i think you can uh, get appreciation for your coursework as well so thomas i really appreciate this this has been a fascinating interview we've learned a lot from an auditing side i'm so glad you came on um Absolutely. i know we have a lot of students that are interested in the accounting
training and analytics field. So we know you're extremely busy. Um, we, you, you got a lot going on, but uh, anytime you can give back and we, we really appreciate the advice and the help. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. All right. Well, you have a happy new year and take care. You too. Bye-bye.